What's going on, Eric? <laughs> Down in the dumps. Get up. I got something to ask you. Oh, Main event, that? WrestleMania. What are you going to do about it? I'm working on it, Steve. March 14th. I'm around working the on it, Steve. I really am. I've got my hands full now. I've got girls that want to be on cover of Playboy. Well, I got... Playboy's fine, That's, but I'm talking about the main event at WrestleMania. I need you to do something. I need you to do it now. I'll figure it out. Right. Hey, you know, I was watching the other day. You know I don't watch a lot of TV. That, I was watching this. The Monday Night War DVD. Raw versus Nitro. And uh, you made a statement on that DVD. Remember the time when you challenged uh, Vince McMahon to a fight? Yeah, I do remember that. that you challenged Vince McMahon to a fight. <laughs> I, I sure did. Basically, you said you could whip that man's ass. Yeah, I, I did. You did? I think I, I think I could. You think you can? Yeah. I mean, think about it. You know, first of all, look at Vince McMahon's track record. Okay. <laughs> when it comes to getting his ass kicked, he's the champ. I mean, there's not a lot of guys around who haven't kicked Vince McMahon's ass. Second of all, I'm like 20, 25 years younger than him. He's old enough to be somebody's grandfather. And Steve, when it comes right down to it, it was a real street fight. Real street fight. I still got that karate thing going on. But the karate going on. <laughs> Absolutely. You're sitting there telling me man to man, face to face, you get no face to face. On a really bad day, I could kick Vince McMahon's ass. Any arena in the country. I mean, it's. You can what? Please don't take this, uh, what I said, out of context, Mr. McMahon. It's you can kick my ass. I came here tonight because I told you last week if Goldberg showed up at No Way Out, it was going to be your ass. Do you remember that? I remember that. Guess what? You now have a reprieve. It's not going to be your ass tonight. But next week, next week I've got a blockbuster announcement as relates to WrestleMania. I'm gonna make that announcement here on Raw next week. And I'm gonna make that blockbuster announcement in my wrestling gear. And after I make that announcement, I'm gonna call you out, Eric. And I guess maybe we're gonna find out whether or not you can kick my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 44 of the Ruthless Aggression Era podcast, the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and finally gave us the war to settle the score. Eric Bischoff versus Vince McMahon, as it is time to build towards our next pay-per-view, WrestleMania 20. As always, I'm Dave, and joining me is one half of the Rock and Sock Connection, it's Mick Foley. <laughs> Dave was going to be here, but he's got stuck. What, was he feeding a cat? <laughs> Dave's feeding a cat somewhere, the Rock Dave trainer. <laughs> How are we? Are you excited about the, um, the road? I am. I'm more excited to actually remember the episode number this time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even have to look for it once today. <laughs> but that was the master just dropped on the floor. Um, but yes, it's the road. Uh, it's going to be our second WrestleMania that we've looked at in like three years. <laughs> but are you excited? To, like, it's weird because 
we mentioned this um, when we recorded the last Raw on SmackDown mm. before we recorded No Way Out, where from especially from Raw's side, they've near enough got 99% of their feud. You can see where things are happening or they've already created the matches. You're just kind of waiting for confirmation, which we're getting a 30-second Stone Cold Steve Austin mammoth matchmaking fucking moment in a bit. Um, but yeah, what are you um, looking forward to or what are you hoping to get out of? I'm looking forward to the Undertaker returning. That doesn't happen till Mania. That's we get four solid weeks of Kane yeah, and lights and smokes and pyros. I'm not. Uh, I, I don't. I do, yeah. I knew after like week one it'd get boring, and week one was like two episodes ago. What the first week one rumble? Yeah, it's he's the dead. To uh, he's dead. He's dead. He's fucking dead. The biker's dead. The, well, the biker is dead. The biker is dead. And the dead man lives through lights and fireworks. And it did look good with his um, signs, though. Yeah. His signs, his symbols on, on fire. fire on the stage. It looked really good. So, shall we get into the first episode of Monday Night Raw? Yes. On the road to Wrestle Fucking Mania. Is there a rumble? No, there isn't. But the last time we were here, Jericho has still got his brains in his balls. Benoit revealed that it could be game over at WrestleMania and Goldberg has been suspended, but Austin has sorted him some tickets to No Way Out and we know what can happen there. So, it's February the 16th. We are live from Bakersfield, California. We kick things off with the game and he's out to discuss the main event of Mania and the fact that he doesn't know who he's fucking still fighting. Um, we get a little bit of history. Yeah, and WrestleMania like 10 with Yokozuna. Loved it. I loved it. And he's right. I the history lesson. But they didn't mention the Bret Hart element of it, though. And Bret Hart had a tougher go. Yeah. Because Bret Hart had to go with Owen Hart, where Yoko had to go with Lex Luger. But I loved the fucking reference. I thought it was brilliant. Brilliant reference. It's rare that they'd actually do give us these history lessons in trailers. Yeah, because everyone remembers. And but we're not supposed to remember anything. You're not supposed to remember that happened two weeks ago. Exactly. Uh, Bischoff, he comes out and offers him... Just that. He says, we will cancel Michaels against Benoit unless you pick an opponent and the winner goes on to face the other one that you don't pick. And obviously Triple H is not having none of that. <laughs> Probably wouldn't beat one of them. Never mind two of them. Um, so Benoit arrives and it's brawling time until Evolution saved the day. Um, our opening contest, Booker T and Rob White Van Man versus Evolution for the Raw Tag Team Championships. And... No one is digging Booker T's original song. Well, they get a mix in, and it's a couple of weeks. So it mixes. Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> it mixes beautifully. Uh, Randy Orton, he's knocking about with Evolution, so you know there's going to be shenanigans. And it's like RBD and Booker T, they could kind of do with someone of their own. Yeah, to, uh, to someone to keep Randy under check, uh, in check. Uh, Mick Foley, maybe? Well, it's funny you say that. Mm. And as uh, soon as he comes out, one, uh, it, it's like, I know exactly what's happening there. Yeah, I've got a feeling. One frog splash later and you're new Raw Tag Team Champions. It should have been a DQ though. Rob, White Van Man and Booker T. It should have been a DQ. Uh, For Evolution. Yeah, but that that's always the case. The heels never... It, if you look at 99% of it, like with the managers back in the day, when the managers get involved, someone saw it somewhere. Like look at how many times where a referee will get knocked out and another referee will get up or a referee will run back out from backstage and say, no, 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 you didn't see this is how it really happened and show you a replay on the screen. Yeah. There you go. So, are we going to call that as <laughs> still world champions? Yeah. Evolution is still your champions. We see Chris Jericho in the back. He's confiding his true feelings to Trish. Um, 
Jericho up next against Kane. Again. And what annoyed me, Jericho's favouring his knee, his left knee backstage. Yeah. Out, it's his right knee. Oh, of course, because mirrors and that. <laughs> he sees which one that hurts him, and he's like, oh shit. Well, maybe opposite uh, way around. Jericho, so as you said, he's favouring that knee and he twists it again, reversing that out of a suplex. Kane starts pounding on him until the ref calls for the bell, obviously building to uh, another take a video, a dong and a dumpf and... A lot of rain. Undertaker's coming back. Yeah. Health and safety man's I like how Undertaker's controlling the weather. I love that. So I can add fucking... You're yeah. fire. What? Watching BBC News 24 and we cut to the weather now with Mark and fucking Undertaker's there fucking... <laughs> And the fucking rain's coming down everywhere. Um, but yeah, what do you get? These, these Taker videos, there's another three of them coming, obviously. I like them. Yeah? It adds to the uh, mistake we seek of the old. But we know Undertaker's coming back. Just come back already. And that's the feeling I'm getting now about it all. Yeah, I can't Kane wait to doubt. see him. I just want to see him. He's giving Kane the doubt. But we've had that for weeks and weeks and no, it's happened. It's mind games. I'd just be like, oh, it's not happening. Bollocks to you. I'd be like, nope, not happening, because for like past three weeks, you've not come out, so you're not going to come out, fuck you, and I just carry on doing what I'm doing. Which is nothing. Just go about life. Just go about life waiting for the next opportunity to fight for the Intercontinental title. No, he keeps getting his fucking knickers in a twist, thinking his big dead brother's coming back. He's dead, Kane. Don't worry. And he ain't coming back at fucking WrestleMania. I won't worry about it. Randy Orton! He comes out and he calls out Mick Foley, who comes out and the predictable brawl starts, end revolution, and Mick Foley gets battered. Battered. And Orton, I believe, looks like he opens him up the hard way as well. Yeah. Beats him clean on that and he eyebrow. Kicks, uh, Foley's on his knees, hands and knees. Orton kicks him in the gut and Jarset calls it a punt kick. A punt kick? And then he does it again Ooh. to the head. Uh, but I like how Mick Foley's just absolutely laying down and he's doing like yeah. the legend's job and passing the torch and extent. I know really more Even passes to the, the torch to Edge, doesn't he? And that's how they do it with the hardcore title and stuff. But he is just a, still a massive name. I love um, how they do shield bomb though. Yeah, oh yeah. Ooh, but, but if it's a fight you want, Mick, then I'm there. You want to fight, Mick? Let's go. If I have to beat it into your skull, if I have to beat it into your skull, Mick Foley, that in the year 2000, sure, you might have been the hardcore legend. But tonight, you're just Randy Orton's bitch. Oh, boy. How disrespectful. How totally disrespectful. Well, that disrespect worked, didn't it? Listen, Orton is only 23 years old, he's not even in his prime yet, and, 
just think about that to the headbutt right to the temple. Well, he was a hardcore legend in the year 2000. This is 2004 now. Look out! Oh, my gosh! The handsome young 23-year-old ate some canvas compliments of, of Mick Foley, who just served it up Foley style. Foley is a, a candy those wrestling-footed shots, a very deranged and dangerous man. There is a dark place in his heart that we have we've known about forever. Now there's a DDT. You're right, that Foley is deranged. He is dangerous. Maybe Pat broken down, but he's still dangerous. And Foley is here to... Uh-oh, look at this. Wait a minute. Look at this. Wait a minute. There's Ric Flair. Uh-oh. And the... Ric Flair, the Foley... Taking down Orton, Rick Flair now turning out Batista. And it's, it's all a low blow. What a low blow by Orton. The damage done by Randy Orton. Stacey and Jackie, they're promoting Playboy with Bischoff as Austin enters demanding answers. We also get a plug for the new Monday Night Wars DVD, which leads to Austin goading Bischoff into saying that it can kick Vince's ass. And who stood behind Bischoff? Da, da, da. It's fucking Linda. Uh, so, and it's Vince has fucking set the match. So, next week, it's going to be the match we've all been wanting the, Al- the alliance, that should the have invasion, everything. It should have happened Maybe years 18. ago. If it's going to go the way I'd like it to go, yes. Mm-hmm. Vince kicking his ass. And in our Diva segment of the week, Trish and Victoria versus Molly and Jazz. Victoria wins with the Widow's Peak. I forgot Victoria was a face. Uh, well, don't Stephen Richards play a heel in a couple of episodes' time? Are they not linked anymore? Um, Trish bumps into Christian and he offers her a ride to go and see Jericho in hospital and uh, he gives her one of Jericho's roses. They're little creepy little bastards. Saving it from his former Un-Americans, bro. Oh, bro, exactly. Main event time, HBK versus Benoit. Solid match until Alan becomes Alan. And he puts his big old nose into it, distracts Benoit, who eats some sweet chin music for the it win. A, it was a great match till the bullshit ended. And then Austin comes out and makes the match for Mania, comes out in his little fucking quad. Uh, Bishop's tri- made a decision. Yeah. He's too scared to tell you. It's triple threat at Mania. It's Benoit, Michaels and Hunter Hearst Hemsley. This is the only time, though, in this, is this whole four weeks where they say it's the first time at Mania it's a triple threat. Mm. Every The following three weeks, they say it's the first time it's a triple threat. It's just, it's, it's always little things like that though. It's like 99% of the time they're just reading what's in front of them. So whoever's written it in that week, if they don't remember, or if they don't really remember what they wrote the week fucking before. It was, it was four months ago. Well, wrestling writers are wrestling fucking writers, aren't they? Um, so yeah, it's, uh, Roe goes off the air, Triple H fucking not an happy bunny. Uh, and the main event of Mania from the Raw brand is set. Overall thoughts on that episode of Raw, Michael? Decent episode of Raw. Yeah? Main event was solid, apart from the bullshit finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had some good... I enjoyed the take promo again. I felt sorry for Elton's safety. <laughs> oh, that fucking rain. I know. It's a lot of paperwork, that. Oh, just a touch. Imagine if someone slips and falls. Uh, I was expecting the cleaners come out with loads of sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fucking damp floor, be careful. Um, so, ju- some breaking news coming out of that episode of Monday Night Raw. You know big... Billy Bastard Goldberg yes. got suspended. Um, there's been a reason behind that. So when we saw him at No Way Out, the next time we will see Goldberg will be WrestleMania. He has one date left on his contract. Which is media. And he's been suspended. So we're going to get a build of Lesnar versus Goldberg with no Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, because that would work. Well, it's, it's going to have to. I don't know what they're going to do. 
<laughs> and that's the bottom line. That's none of your damn business. Uh, that's it. Are you ready for a bit of smack of the down? Yes. Um, the last time we were here with the blue brand, it was no way out. And we have a new champion, baby. Viva la raza. It is the 16th of Feb 2004, and the new era of SmackDown is underway as we're taped from Frenzo, California. Uh, number one contender, Kurt Angle, comes out. Now, this is not how I remember it. I remember Eddie Guerrero coming I out. I don't remember it like this. Pissed. Yeah. I don't remember. I, what the fuck? Uh, so Kurt comes out and he's pissed. He, he kind of sarcastically congratulates Eddie. Um, but you can kind of see that someone's not, not sitting right with Kurt, is it? He's not an happy bunny. It's not him. Uh, the doctor arrives and before they can come to blows, uh, Paul Heyman interrupts. And he makes a match for now. John Cena and Kurt versus those wank bald bastards. It's weird when uh, Cena has got most hair. Out of all these. Uh, Angle slams to Danny. Angle locked to Doug is countered though. But Cena tags in and Nephew gets the win. In a nice little good match to kick off um, kick off SmackDown. It was Obviously, it's always weird putting people that are in a rivalry together. But Cena is more of a face now yeah, it, than he's ever been before. Push and, the next one of the next big faces. No, definitely. Definitely. Uh, we see Rey Mysterio, he wants a rematch against Chavo, but Heyman grants it as long as Chavo wins his match tonight. And what is that match tonight? And I must say to everyone that listens to us, our loyal listeners that listen every single time, I was wrong. Sometimes I am wrong. Sometimes I won't hold my hands up and say, well, fuck you. No, I'm wrong this time. And I said, there's probably never going to be a payoff once Eddie becomes champion. People will forget about Chavo. The main event of SmackDown tonight, Michael, is Chavo against Eddie for the, the world WWE title. heavyweight. No, the WWE Championship. Well, the WWE Triple H's baby. Thoughts on the Guerrero's fight for the world title, Michael, in the main event of SmackDown? Will it be better than the Rumble match? Uh, but you know, it's main event now because it's Eddie. Eddie's main event. So if you associate with Eddie, you automatically associated to main event now. Yeah, no, I'd, yeah, I'd have that. And um, we find out that Charvo Classic is going to be the special referee, so that tells me shenanigans, shenanigans are on their way. Uh, US title time. Look at the shows they're defending uh, it again. Uh, uh, title defence? Again. This time against hardcore fucking Holly. Uh, can Sparky finally win the big one? Nope. nope. Chokeslam uh, in a couple of minutes. Uh, we see Brock, he joins us for an odd spot. He gets all tearful about the title, about Eddie's uh, victory, and he gets on his knees and begs Vince McMahon for a match against Goldberg at Wrestle fucking Granddaddy Mania. Please, at WrestleMania 20, I'm begging you, at WrestleMania 20, give me Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg! Kind of that uncharacteristic. Thought, uh, yeah, it looked. It was more weakness. It was it more douchebag face Brock. You can see why he's pissed with his current, yeah. um, the the current way the character's building, where he's, I don't know, moments like this. You can kind of see why he wants to go. This probably not his. Couldn't have been an easy promo to do, but it shows why he needs Heyman around. Oh no, definitely, he's always needed a mouthpiece. Brock, so he's comfortable enough, but he's not comfortable enough to get me excited. Where Eamon gets me excited. Yeah. Always gets me excited. Plus, we get a couple of weeks when he's talking to the locker room. I was ready to go go out and fake Stone Cold. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, we get a backstage attack. Um, this time, it's Charvo Senior that's knocked out. And who's there Fucking yet again? Kurt. 
No. So always who, else is, who else is there who? yet again? Who? OJ. Bobby Murphy. I, I tell oh, it could be OJ. OJ was there again. Oh, I didn't notice OJ. Every there. single time there's one at the OJ's there. Oh, dear. Well, it's starting to. The, the, the pieces. If the glove don't that's fit. That's it. You must acquit. And it is time for our main event Eddie Charbo World Title. Uh, what a weird episode of SmackDown. Three matches. Yeah, I thought that. Not a lot of build. It was like the Eddie versus Angle show, and everybody yeah. else looked tiny little components were added in, and you get a you get a little US title match, you get a little tag with Cena and Angle and the Bashams. Weird, weird episode. Very weird episode. Um, shenanigans were about were bound to happen, as uh, Kurt Angle doesn't count. He's made a special guest referee. I don't know if we mentioned that. I think we might have missed that. And he doesn't count, and all of a sudden turns fucking heel and batters Eddie Guerrero as SmackDown goes off the air. And Ray Mysterio as well. Oh, sorry, yeah, Ray comes out to make the save because Lucha, Lucha and that. Mexico. Because Mexico. And he gets battered and also, yeah, Kurt Angle, our Olympic gold hit fucking medalist, is now our Olympic gold fucking dickhead. He's now again. heel again. It's been a while since we've had Angle heel. Since... This is the heel angle that I like. The machine that I have to do everything to keep wrestling better. Kurt, what are you doing? What's going on? Right here. Hey! What is Kurt doing? also genius uh, mate, wait until the end of the match before showing your true colours make any tired so he can't fight back no of course yeah 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 and then when it just shows your dominance because there isn't much difference in size no so show your dominance a bit more when he's throwing him about the arena and stuff and I think it's brilliant and again it's, it's more it gets the crowd behind Eddie a bit more and Eddie's fucking God, oh, we love him hey, life chief steel um, so yeah, perfect. Like we have a new heel on SmackDown with showing uh, intelligence, integrity, in intensity, and intensity. There you go. You ready for a bit more Monday Night Raw? It is February the twenty third. We are live from Omaha, Nebraska. Up first, women's title time. Four way elimination. Jesus. So if I was Molly, you know what I'd do? I'd outside. Let them fight. Just let them get on with it. Go on, I got rid of So, Leah, she hits Jazz with a big DDT to get her gone. Victoria pins Molly, and then who then goes fucking nuts and has to be taken back by all the agents. Don't uh, worry, me. Victoria, she becomes your new woman's champion as she defeats Leah. So, uh, going into WrestleMania then, Victoria's going to be your defending world woman's fucking champion. I always thought Victoria went in as the challenger. I can't fucking remember WrestleMania 20 at all. Because I thought it was both the hair on the line and the title. See, I remember the hair, 
But I didn't know it was both the hairs. I thought it was just one of the hairs. It's just and it is just obviously one of the hairs, as we get to know. But yeah. I thought it was both of them. I don't know why, looking back, I thought it was both of them. And Victoria was the challenger. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see how we get there. <laughs> uh, Vince, he pulls up and tells his driver to go and put his wrestling gear in his office. Yeah, buddy. Vince is here, and Vince is here to fight. Wrestling gear, though, it's trousers and a tank top. It's not really wrestling gear, is it? Yeah. Uh, Coach informs Bischoff that Vince is here, and then so does Christian. But the creepy little bastard wants a tag team title match for him and Jericho at Mania. But Bischoff doesn't like that idea. Instead, he booked Christian versus Trish for tonight. Man on woman violence, yes. (laughs) Yeah, man. We've not done it in like a couple of weeks. Up next, Randy Orton versus Uncle fucking Val. He gets a shot at the icy title. Lovely bloke. Won't leave your sister alone with him, though. Lovely bloke. He gets a... Fuck, wow. Val Venus, he just keeps popping up and getting fights. Title match. And title it, match. even it's a main event spine buster, and then he goes up to the top, and he's going to hit the money shot. No, obviously, Randy Orton on it, pulls him down. Okay, he'll finish. One, two, three. Oh, we're never going to win. But I have all the superstars available on the Raw roster to use for this jobber match. Uncle Val. Yes, Bischoff. Run my Raw... Any day of the week. Bischoff sees game. I'm telling you now. Um, we see footage from Nitro of Bischoff offering Vince out. Austin says, why is he so afraid of Vince? He made him out He made out with both Steph and Linda, and yet Vince still signs him on the fucking payroll. So Bischoff's like, yeah, I don't fucking uh, I I knock him out. goading Bischoff in this. He's like, I can't rightly kick the fuck out of him, so I'll let Vince do it. That's, that's the aim. <laughs> Look at when they have the match, and he's, there's the camera angle of him looking in between, and Austin is fucking loving life. Because I've wound you up, and I've wound you up, and you're both about to kick the fuck out of each other. Absolutely fucking genius. It's one of the better ways to use Austin. Yeah. I think mean, that's the thing. Use Austin as the antagonizer. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And I think that's always been the rule since he it was Code GM and Linda enforced that rule of you can't hit someone unless yeah. someone hits you. But now he's the sheriff and he really can't, goes. can't be hitting nobody unless he says so. <laughs> uh, up next, Chris Benoit versus the Deacon Batista. And have you seen that Devon? He's testifying again, hopefully. Yes. Does that mean he's going to come back to SmackDown's Foxes? Because he was at Raw's... Managed New Day, probably. He was at Raw's deal, weren't he? Yeah. They were at Raw's uh, reunion. So, maybe come back... Managed with, New Day. With Batista? With he'll the Deacon? He'll come back as New Day's manager. Yeah, something like that, recall. Because Woods was a massive Devon fan. He got into wrestling because of Devon. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Uh, we see Austin fired up. Oh, sorry, Benoit gets the win on Batista with the crossface. Did you catch what King said about Batista? Sold one of your lines. He's got muscles in places, Joe. We ain't got places. Ah, I stole that from Jerry years ago. <laughs> we see Austin firing Vince up as we lead to our next match. Uh, they're shit shirt wearing bellends. They're back to go up against your new tag champions who now come with a new tag team finish. Yep. Scissor kick into Frog Splash. <laughs> But I don't like how they come out separately. That's uh, tag team's essential. Hold your, hold your horses there, Michael. Hold your horses. They don't even meet each other on entrance ramp. No, this this pure fire. When they when they came to them, speaking of fire, having a bit of an heat wave again over here, aren't we? We're sat here in roofless towers, sweating our tits off, fucking recording this for you, lovely, beautiful people. Um, we see JR. He interviews Foley, who goes and say that he feels uh, no superstars came out to save him last week on the beatdown because he walked out in December and he's wearing a beautiful looking black eye. Yes. Beautiful looking black eye. That's makeup. Well done. Do you feel sorry for him? Mick Foley, so. 
Yeah, he's kind of like your family's uncle. If he left you and you were a wrestler there, would you run out and defend him? Because no one did. Even like Maven and that, where's Maven? Maven should have come out. Or well, Kane. Evolution have beaten him down. Maven and Maven. Tisha's bigger than me, so no. Flair, always about the same size. Flair's same size as you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up next, man versus woman, violence. Christian versus Trish. Take it away. Christian says, I'll lay down for you. If you do, I'll lay down for me later. And then Trish kicks off and he's like, ah, I'm only testing yet. Only testing yet. <laughs> and then they get in the ring. He lays down. lies down. She comes in, baby. One. Whoa. No. Two. No. Nope. I'm not being beat by a woman. <laughs> And, uh, Sick clothesline. Yes. Lion tamer. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful saying, where's your boyfriend now? Screaming at Trish. Absolutely beautiful. We don't condone man and woman violence, obviously, but wrestling's wrestling. They're not really hurting each other, are they? So it's beautiful. Trish is really bendy. And, and she's hard as fuck. We're all right. Uh, Vince McMahon, he comes out and gets this, uh, gets a bit of matchmaking fever. In the space of five minutes, we get confirmation for Mania of Jackie and Stacey versus Tori and Sable. Uh, the interpromotional Playboy Evening Ground Battle fucking Royal or whatever it's going to be called it's with the women that are going to rip clothes each other off each other five minutes. It's a tag team match. Mm. It's not a tag team match. It's just yeah. Uh, he also confirms Kane versus Taker and Goldberg versus Brock. Austin makes himself ref for Goldberg versus Lesnar and Vince makes him ref for tonight and up next, Vince versus Bish. But before we get to that, so, fucking breaking news then. Another three matches confirmed for Mania. What are your thoughts? Playboy evening gown match. Yeah. Toilet break. Yeah. Ah, for different <laughs> meanings. Not a piss. Take a cane. Yes. Yeah. Go bear Brock. At the moment. Fucking wait. At the moment. Fucking yes. At the, at the moment. At the fucking moment. What the fuck happens? The crowd are fucking loving it. What happens? Well, Vince McMahon versus Eric Bischoff, they brawl for about five minutes and then Brock fucking Lesnar makes his entrance on F5's Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's what happens so far as Raw goes off the air. McMahon now choking Bischoff on the outside here. This is a, gonna help me as a bowling shoe, let me tell you. to why the fans shit all over the match when it hasn't. Calm down, my child. It is coming. It is coming. This Obviously, we know Lesnar's going because he's sped up with travel. He wants to play football. Well, it's football. going. It's going. Don't Rugby. Worry. Rugby. And then Goldberg wants to do his own thing. Yeah. But overall, what did you uh, what did you reckon to the episode of Monday Night Raw? Pretty decent episode. 
Are uh, you getting hyped for Mania yeah. though? Is it doing its job? Uh, the end ended with the announcer of the two of the matches. Um, seeing Brock the, on Raw was that pretty yes. cool? I've not seen Brock on Raw for a long since Stephanie fucking took him away. Yeah, but a it was long King, time. Just after King of Ring. Yeah, after you know when he was champion, when he won title. After SummerSlam, when he won title. Yeah. Not seen for a long time. Are you ready for some small smack of the down? Speaking of our fucking former WB champion. It is the 26th of February 2004. We are taped from the Kemper Arena in Kansas City, which is the arena that Owen Hart. Kemper Arena. For the Lord of 99. Over the Edge, 99. Kemper Arena. No, it was Over the Edge. Yeah, Kemper Arena. It's the same fucking place. I did not know Shit. they still went there. I really didn't. Why? I wouldn't go there. I couldn't. From a wrestling standpoint, it just must have felt fucking weird. <coughs> Very weird. We start as a cold opening. I love SmackDown's cold openings. Kurt Angle stares into the camera and he tells us tonight he will speak the truth. And it just looks Why, Kurt? Why? Why, Kurt? Why? As the pyro hits and our opening contest of Smack of the Down is Jamie Noble versus Rey Mysterio versus Nunzio versus Billy Kidman. In uh, what would be nice, like the Divas did it on Raw in a fatal four-way elimination? No, it's one fall to a finish. The winner goes on to wrestle fucking mania. But, for some reason, we cut backstage halfway through the match, don't we? And Eddie's coming, comes into Heyman's office, wants to know what's, what's up. What care. a guanin. And he's like, Paul tells him to go away, we'll talk later. He's promising to Jerry something. What's he promising to Jerry? Why is Jerry not in this match with Fatal Five Way? I don't know. And then, to Jerry all of a sudden, and his goons appear. But it don't even show us what happened in that match. <laughs> it don't even show us in the bottom corner of the screen or anything. No. So he's like, fuck him. So they did the spots, and then just stood around and just chilled. Fuck him, that's then, it. Mate, you're coming back on in five, four, three, two, one. Fight! Yeah. And um, because Tajiri and his goons come out, it turns that we find out at Mania it will be the Cruiserweight Open Invitational, so anyone can come and have a go. So I'm talking Brian Christopher, Tajiri, S.A. Rios, Dean Malenko, Scotty Tuati. This is going to be amazing. Hurricane, you can have a go. Jamie Noble's yeah. in there. Okay, could come. Should be absolutely amazing. It should be really good. If they book it like they used to book, or they still book now the SmackDown opening matches, Give him 10 15 minutes, it's yeah. mania, so maybe give it 20 25 minutes, include everybody. It should be absolutely brilliant. So, does everyone can hit what they need to hit? No, no, definitely, definitely. Up next, Scott and Rick versus John and Ron in a non title match. <laughs> Justice for Farouk, justice for Farouk, maybe. Uh, the Bashams interfere though, and that causes a distraction for Rikishi, setting up a clothesline from hell from John for the win for the AP. We'll take it, we'll take it. So we've a win's APA. a win. Uh, we see Josh Matthews backstage. He asked Brock why he had five Austin on Raw. He said, Well, Goldberg had given him the ticket. Goldberg turned up. He wouldn't turn up if it went for Austin. It's logic. Why do you need to ask him? Yeah. Everyone had worked out. Your know honor is does Josh Matthews buy his shirts from the same tailors that Ted Long buys his jackets they're a bit big aren't they just a bit is it the style it like of the it was, times it looks like it was Brock's shirt that he's just given to Josh could be the style just the style of the times isn't it Don't so think. it is um, Eddie comes out and he calls out Kurt uh, Kurt doesn't show so Eddie goes a hunting but through his rushing he knocks over Dormarie and he gets not arrested but removed yeah yeah 
This really should be reversed. I thought it would have been arrested right there, but it gets removed. Um, but that's not how a champion should be acting, according to Paul Heyman. He's not happy with that dirty Mexican. <laughs> to be fair to Paul, that's not how a champion should be acting, pushing no. women over. No. Unless they're in a match together. <laughs> yes. Up next. I'm not going to lie, I jumped out my chair. Me too. I jumped out my chair. Brock Lesnar. I'm a nice man. Boop, boop. Fucking Billy. yes. The battle of former King of the Ring. Fucking yes. Um, doesn't go the way it should have gone. No, he didn't even get three cards. Not even like two seconds. Hitting RKO. Done. It's always going to go that way. It's just another way of Brock Lesnar being dominant. And I'm ready for you, Goldberg. Look at me. I can wipe through Billy Gunn. If you're going to... Uh, beat anyone on each path towards Goldberg. Why not beat the person who brought the jackhammer to WWF? Yeah, no, very true, very true. Um, Tory and Sable, they come out in dresses and John Cena interrupts. And he goes on to mention how he's gone through 30 episodes of, uh, 30 episodes, 30 copies of Playboy and there's now a new definition of the word beef jerky. Hey, what? cock joke, Cena. <laughs> da, 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 da. Ba, ba, da, ba. See, Tory's dancing was like, you showed how white she is. Oh, it's bad. You can't see me. She's so white. So white. And the, react, the reaction to when Cena basically said, I've masturbated to you both 30 times. And they're like, yeah, go Cena. John Cena sucks. Other than poor stars, what one would actually react that way? Yeah, it's not really a compliment, is it? It's not really a compliment. Like, I'm not shagging you, but I've I'm thinking you. about it, yeah. I'm thinking about shagging you. Uh, up next is John Cena and Rey Mysterio versus Charvo and Big Show. So Rey's taking what would have been Eddie's spot. Obviously, Eddie's been forcibly removed from the arena. Uh, Rey gets the win on Charvo. Uh, and after the match, Classic tries to jump Rey, but Cena gets in, uh, in with an FU. A really uh, stiff look. And Big Show ends it with a couple of choke slams for every cunt. But that, how stiff uh, did Cheech look? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like planked. He's not... I don't imagine he's flexible at 60-year-old or whatever he is now. Nah. Um, wait till he's cruiserweight champion. <laughs> Shit's going down then. Shit's tracking. going down. I'm telling you now. Um, Kurt Angle, he comes out to explain his actions. He did it for the USA. He did it for the people. He's fucking Rikishi. I did it for, <laughs> for the, the border. Um, Eddie's a, an addict who tells people to lie, cheat and steal. And America was built on morals, responsible choices and good conscience, which Eddie doesn't have. Eddie rushes out and they brawl until the cops are back and Eddie is arrested as SmackDown goes off the air. Did you notice one of those? No, cops? until you told me. Tell so, the word. Tell the when word. When you're watching Michael. on the network, when the cops are walking down the entranceway, the little cop on the far right hand side, dark hair, little tuft of beard. Yep. A double. Austin, Austin fucking Aries. Everyone's got to start somewhere, and he used to work for hey. the police department. Got to make somebody when you wrestle on outside. That's it. Ah. I'll tell you, I don't think that. Wait a minute! Whoa! Oh, WWE Champion Eddie Guerrero attacking Kurt Angle. Where the hell did he come from? Eddie Guerrero attacking Angle, and now in pursuit. Oh. Eddie found to get his hands on Kurt Angle here tonight. He busted into my office. He has 
woman, but I will not tolerate you assaulting a woman and assaulting Kurt Angle on Paul Heyman's SmackDown. I want the cuffs put on him. I want him escorted from my arena. Place him under arrest. You're spending the night in jail. You make me sick as a champion. So, as an episode of SmackDown, what did you think? Decent episode. Billy Gunn, what more do you need? <laughs> what about the build from SmackDown's point of view? Are they doing what they need to be doing as we yeah. build to Mania? Uh, so, showing Brock's ready for all comes going on his road to uh, path to terror towards Goldberg. It's building more heat for the angle, Eddie Feud, uh, giving Eddie the sympathetic role. No, no, def- totally agree. Totally agree. Good build for this Cena. Big I think show. Eddie just looks. Yeah, Eddie looks so good. Cena's uh, when Big Show chokes on Cena last. Yeah, but wait, so we've got Big Show versus Jobless coming next. And go, <laughs> I didn't recognise either of them. Today. I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, so are you ready for a bit more Monday Night Raw? As we get further and further down that road to the grandest wrestle daddy of manias of them all, with a fucking exceptional Hall of Flame class. Hall of Flame. <laughs> Standing in the Hall of Flames. Uh, so it is March the 1st, 2004. We are in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the Bellens are out to demand justice, but they're interrupted by Austin, who's clearly drunk in charge of a vehicle. A stunner to one Bellend as the other runs away. I fear no spear as I fear no beer. Was a fucking brilliant line from Stone Cold. Here comes Vince. He's not happy at Steve as being referee. Uh, Steve ch- chases Vince away, uh, which I thought was a fun little segment. He chased him all the way through the back, all, all the way, way to, the to his limo, and with it with his little quad bike. I thought it was a brilliant segment. Absolutely it's brilliant. The camera work when Vince is on that ramp outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Like quick shots. Uh, with the lighting as well. Yeah. He made the light. Vince just looked. He made him look younger. That's why we had it. Oh, uh, probably. Uh, up next, Victoria and Lita versus Jazz and Molly. Victoria rolls up Molly for the victory. And then Molly decides, "I want your hair. I want your hair." And she's. Oh, guys, fucked up in it to how much is money and career worth to just think fuck it yeah go on I'll do it for storyline bollocks to it I'll shave all my hair off I'll shave it all my hair off you're a man <laughs> she's, anyway. she's gone Sinead O'Connor props to her though for going ahead with oh yeah fair play that's what I mean fair fucking play fair play but how much is it really worth I hope they paid her a lot of money I hope they gave her a hefty bonus well, it was quite late in card as well mm, oh yeah yeah Um, Johnny Blaze Walks into Bischoff's office. Former well, John jo- Hennigan. John Hennigan of Tough Enough. Um, no, so it was weird to think that uh, this is MEN, or MEN, MEN even, they don't debut to like 06. Oh, so it's still another, at least it's 12 months. At least 12 months oh, until he, has, he goes back down to developmental and works with Joey Mercury and we go from there. Because it's around uh, the time... When Eddie passes, yeah, Eddie yeah, yeah. I used to love how they used to wear the belts from their actual belt buckles, <laughs> just dangle them down. I thought it was brilliant. So Molly, she demands a match against Victoria at Mania, and Austin makes it. If Molly loses, she shaves her hair. Um, Hurricane and Rosie up next versus Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrak for the chance to enter the fatal four-way at Mania for the Raw Tag Titles, and Cade and Jindrak get the win. See, I'm gutted the superheroes didn't win. I know. Why can't they? Why can't it be a five-way? 
Make it a five-way. Tag team turmoil. Fuck him. Uh, Rico, he brings out Jackie and Stacey, which brings out Kane, which brings the dong and two burning Undertaker symbols on the top of the ramp. the first time in our history that the fans have shouted, let's go, Rico. Yeah. I love Rico. It's about time people loved him too. You look so good to me, my baby. Rico's class. And he's got to walk around with Miss Jackie all the time. Wait till he's tag champions with Charlie Ass. He's fucking... Ch- ah, he just watches them. I can't. He just watches them fall in love. That's all he does. Like a matchmaker. But the Undertaker symbols are set on fire. Ronald left wasn't fully lit. Did you notice? Like, it's always the case, innit? It never goes perfect. With everything they try and do, it never goes perfect. And it was drip. They were dripping off fire and all. Cause it, liquid on it. All right. Uh, up next... Shawn Michaels and Benoit versus Orton and Batista. Can they coexist? Nope. As Orton rolls HBK up for the free count. As Triple H comes out, celebrates with Evolution, and it gives a couple of pedigrees out for free. What well, I did get. Benoit must have been concussed in this because when he hit that head, but he went for the pin. You're not a legal man, Chris. Yeah. What are you doing? But that's always the case, and it's, it's only ever brought up in certain storylines like only certain superstars will come out the next week and say oh I wasn't a legal man like the Bell Ends the Bell Ends try and do it I wasn't a legal man um, the highlight reel is all set up as Christian he comes out who announces Y2J versus himself for Mania and promises Jericho will never be the same again and this prompts Jericho to come out all beaten up and they instead of fighting we just get some intense staring as we build towards... Are you excited, Jericho Christian, for WrestleMania? It would be better if they just started rolling there and then. But it's good that left it all off. But is Jericho still beaten up? Are we still playing it from a kayfabe point of view? Jericho, in his mind, is still far too beaten up to be got thinking, I can't take Christian while I'm feeling now. That's probably why. Give it a couple more weeks and I'm coming for you, motherfucker. Once I get some uh, blue, in, blue and fucking uh, purple glitter on... I'll be Green ready for you. Ready for you. Uh, in our random match of the night, it's RBD and Booker T versus Matt Hardy and Test. And didn't you find it strange that Booker T came out on his own, RBD came out on his own, but Booker T and Test, uh, sorry, Matt Hardy and Test, the actual non-tag team, came out as a tag team together. Yes, so that's the theme song. It's how you do it. It's and how you do it. If you're a team, you come out as a team. And we got some backpacks. He paid cash for his home. Fair play. Fair play. Good That's bonus. Baller. WrestleMania bonus. Uh, and Matt has more money than you. That's probably Yeah, great. yeah, he does. There's a lot more money than me. Uh, Booker T and RBD get the victory, and it is time for your main event. Um, another segment, we get a lot of the minute, and it's SmackDown as well. We're getting main event segments and not main event matches. Yeah, this um, is a lot. And this one, Evolution, Mick Foley. They offer Mick Foley a match if he can find a partner. He says he's gone to Hollywood. I've found a partner. If you smell... And here comes The Rock. And, and how dead were the crowd? Because it should have happened a couple of weeks ago. It should have happened last week. They needed it when the, the moment was hot. People... When and people, the problem is, we were discussing down. this through us looking at the dirt sheets. Three or four episodes of Raw and Smackdowns ago. Episodes of blocks of Raw and Smackdowns. It was out there in the public domain. Granted, in 2004, the... People didn't access the dirt sheets as much as they do now, and they weren't that fucking many. But there was still enough, and I think there was still, especially yeah, MSG marks. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're your smarky crowd, them. They're, they're your top end. They're us. Do you know what I mean? They're your top end. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, The Rock's back, I suppose. See, I remember watching this back in the day. Be really excited for The Rock to be back. But the crowd just... Not even... It was lukewarm. Yeah. At best. Yeah. You go to a payphone, you call Mr. Big Shot, Mr. Hollywood. You tell him that you two are on. And then, while you're on the phone with the Mick, do me a little favor. Tell Mr. Walking Tall that after WrestleMania, neither of you two punk asses are going to be walking after we're done with you. Go ahead, Mick. Go back. Call him. Tell him. Tell him, Mick. I'm going to call him now. Yeah, you call him. You tell him what I said. Wait, 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 wait. I think I've got a little bit better idea. You see, instead of me going back there and telling him on the phone, why don't you tell him yourself? Why don't you tell him to his face? Because you see Orton, you see Blair, you see Batista, you're damn right. I said Mick Foley was coming back to Raw. But I never said Mick Foley was coming back to Raw alone. So, what did you reckon then? Another episode of Raw, under the bag. In the bag, under the bag, in the bag. I think the main event segment kind of soured it for me this week. Uh, it was a decent enough show, going throughout, from the start to the end, uh, with the uh, Austin trying to Vince over. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was the best bit. Uh, but, as I said, the main event just soured it for me. Is it? Is it not doing its job then? On getting your hype for that. It was. No, it's... Do you think they rushed it by Austin making the matches? Oh, sorry, Vince making all the matches. Oh, Austin making all the matches, even. Uh, Do you think they rushed it? By making them all in one little 30-second segment last week? It should have been... Uh, should have been all announced last week, but all different segments. Oh, just spread out a little bit more? Yeah. Are you ready for some more Smack of the Down? I am. 
March the 4th, 2004, Savannah, Georgia is where we are taped from. The show opens with Heyman and Dawn apologising for Eddie's actions last week. Uh, Kurt, he'll be given the night off to avoid any further interaction, um, but he will be here by satellite a little bit later on. wonder how far away he actually is. Uh it's 699 miles. <laughs> or a 10.5 hour drive. Alright, so if he needs to come, he better have set off last week then. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the sound of breaking glass and it's Stone Cold Brock Lesnar. He comes out on Austin's quad. I love uh, how it trolls the I love how he gives full on Austin posing and everything. He'd give it the full on Austin stick. It was brilliant stuff. <laughs> And this leads to our opening match, which is Hardcore Holly versus Brock Lesnar. Which Michael Cole called to be much for their instant classic from the Rumble. It was an instant classic, I agree, Michael. Um, I'm sorry, did you watch a different Rumble than me? Was, is is this going to be the time that Brock Lesnar is finally going to get his neck snapped into a million pieces by Hardcore Holly? No. Because... Brock wins it. It's Hardcore Holly. Uh, A nasty F5, though. Like, Hardcore Holly lands on his side. So it's quite a nasty, nasty looking F5. Obviously, Brock gets the win, and Stone Cold Brock Lesnar he celebrates with a couple of uh, the only way Stone Cold can Brock Wisers. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a brilliant. It leaves on the ATV, obviously drink driving, but absolutely brilliant. Um, Danny Basham versus Scotty Tuati is up next. Because uh, why? Twin magic from the Bellas Munch and magic. Uh, Doug. He catches Scotty midworm and he rolls him up for the win. Uh, Kurt is live via fucking satellite. Um, he's not in the arena because he doesn't want Eddie to hurt anyone innocent. It goes on about he will not allow Eddie to ruin this company with his lying and his cheating. Fair play. Yeah. Build a wall around him. Donald fucking Angle. Kurt, oh, Trump. Kurt Trump over over here. Build a wall. Fucking yes. Uh, up next, in our weird match of the week, 
Funaki versus Chavo. Uh, I like how Funaki now and again. We don't forget. They remember he's still there. And yeah. They throw him into it every now and again. Hey, Funaki, you're still a cruiserweight, right? Yeah, we can still use it, can't you? And Classic joins the commentary team. Uh, Funaki, it's like a lovely running RKO. Beautiful. Uh, Chavo, though, gets the victory, as was expected, because he's like world champion material, Chavo Guerrero. Uh, Dawn Marie, uh, we see her. She doesn't want to go to the ring for Eddie's apology, but Heyman insists. And if Eddie does anything, the board of directors will terminate him and his job will be kaput. And he'll have to go to NWA TNA and fight Scott Hall in a fucking ambulance match. I'm sure that'd be funny to see. <laughs> uh, Paul Heyman, he comes out for Eddie's apology. And then he's fucking changed his tune with Dawn. Backstage, like, you know, you come in with Fucking me. get they gone. Like, no, actually, get, no, go, go. Get gone, it could get fucking dangerous. Eddie apologises, but obviously, he lied. Uh, he, Heyman, he books a match, basically, with Eddie has both his arms tied behind his back because he says he could beat him and insults his manhood. Uh, so he said, I'm going to insult your manhood and we're going to get Eddie Guerrero versus Paul Heyman. We've had Vince versus... This is the month of what-the-fuck matches. We've had... If you're management, you're wrestling. I'm telling you now. Um, so, yeah, are you excited for Eddie, both his hands handcuffed behind his back he against Paul Heyman? <laughs> and he's going to kick fuck out of him as well, isn't he? Literally. He's going to kick fuck out of him. He's going to be absolutely fucking brilliant. Hey, I tell you what. I tell you what, Eddie. Like, let's ask your audience, okay? Do, do you people want to see if Eddie Guerrero is man enough with his hands tied behind his back to beat up Paul Heyman? Eddie, looks to me like your public wants me to call your bluff. So that's what I'm gonna do. Because tonight, in this very ring, on Paul Heyman's SmackDown, it will be the disgraced, disgusting WWE Champion, Eddie Guerrero, and your hands won't be tied behind your back, S.A. I'm gonna put you in a more comfortable position that you're used to. Your hands will be handcuffed behind your back. And your opponent will be the general manager of SmackDown, Paul Heyman. What? Wow! Paul Heyman versus Eddie Guerrero, and Guerrero's hands are going to be handcuffed behind his back? How big is this? The champion doesn't look too concerned. In fact, Eddie Guerrero's grin there may seem that Eddie Guerrero's looking forward to this. I don't know about that. His hands are going to be not tied, but handcuffed behind his back. And he's going to have a grown man in the ring with him named Heyman. Wow, this is big. It's huge. First time ever, I think. Up next, Rey Mysterio, Billy Kidman, and Ultimate Fucking Dragon gets a SmackDown match versus Tajiri and his goons. Ultimate Dragon's still there. Ultimate Dragon's still employed. Yeah. Uh, Rey with the 619 on the Kyo before a tilt well DDT gets him the victory. He loves jumping on his head, that Kyo, doesn't he? Absolutely, absolutely. It's like, arm oh, against Rey, okay. I better not protect my head. Wait, why didn't Sakoda get like the, the plaudits that Akio's so much better? 
Like, does it what does Sakoda go on to be anyone or anything? Don't think so. Well, Keo's Jimmy Wang, isn't yeah. he? So he goes on for much better things, much, much better things. He goes personal, and he's night. still making his money. Off that gimmick right now. Fair fucking play to Jimmy Wang Yang. Fair and he's got his own... His daughter's uh, his daughter's wrestling. Is she? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the post. Uh, some promotion in either China or Japan, one or two. She's on like 16, 17. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, giving the, it the a go. That, oh, I fucking love it. Um, up next, absolutely fucking amazing. Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin come out dressed as the APA. See, I have one question here. Which is the more racist one? Is it the white guy being the black guy or the black guy being the white guy? Does it not counteract each other and, and make none of it racist? Ah. I like that theory. What the hell is this? Oh, man, Rupert Bradshaw. How did lose weight? What happened in the APA? That's the world's greatest tag team. That's Benjamin and Haas. I'm going to say, man, uh, it's like Bradshaw grew up an afro and, uh, Yesterday. Bradshaw, what? what about the women folk? Women folk? Didn't you see the herd of sheep I just bought last week? Hell, I'll never be lonely. I mean, man, I'm engaged. I can make love and knit a sweater at the same time. <laughs> damn. You, you know what? We're real happy. We're damn proud to be right here in Savannah, Georgia. Where the cousin sister's brother marries the brother sister's cousin. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Damn! You know what? We won our first WWE tag team title right here in the South. But you know something that really bugs me? Something that just, tar just tires my hair. We never beat that Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. That their world's greatest tag team. And you know what? Those, those boys are good, and they're young. You know, now that I think about it, those... Oh, oh, hold on a minute. I was just going to compliment those boys because they're a couple of sexual tyrannosauruses. Hell, Damn. they remind me of me when... No, no, they don't remind me nothing to me. <laughs> Damn. Damn it, damn, damn, damn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't, don't get hot. Oh, have a beer. <laughs> that, that's a hell of a vocabulary you got there. What'd you learn that down in Florida State? <laughs> well, hell, enough with this. We got ourselves a song. 
and we're going to sing for you. Get that guitar. You got a tune your guitar. You got, you got that tune? Are you okay? You, tune that there guitar. All right. Hold on. Yeah, twist that knob right there. I think that adjusts the treble. You got, you got it? Ready? All right. We're going to sing a wing dinger for you. Made famous by our good friends, the West Texas Rednecks. You ready? I'm ready. A one, a two, a one, two, three, and I like NASCAR racing. Richard Petty is still the king. Yeah, they call me a redneck, but don't you know that's a beautiful thing? They create the one thing we hate, because they're a bunch of crap. APA is crap. Sing it, boys! APA is crap. Uh-oh. Thank God. Here comes Farouk and Bradshaw. They are not happy. Not at all. That's the real Bradshaw, the real Farouk, taking it to the world's greatest tag team. Austin Benjamin. Wait a minute. Oh, Bishop. The Bishops from behind. The Bishops attacking the APA. Last week it was Rikishi and Scotty. This week, the APA. Bishop's out of nowhere now. Farouk and Bradshaw in deep trouble. And look at the double team by the Bishops. It was Bradshaw. In a statement, the world's greatest tag team, Hassan Benjamin. What about the Bashams? I'm telling you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bashams landed. Wow. The APA has been taken out by the world's greatest what's tag that, what's team. What's next? Look, look at Benjamin. Here we go. Oh, man. Close up from hell. Now, wait a minute. Rikishi and Scotty, the tag team champions. Well, that's, that's really good for Farouk and Bradshaw. I'll tell you what, our general manager, Paul Heyman, so absorbed in this Eddie Guerrero situation that Heyman better take a look at the tag team situation. It's imploding here on SmackDown. I'm telling you, my opinion, Hudson Benjamin, those two men right there, they deserve a title, a title opportunity. This was great. You make up your mind. Who deserves it? The APA, the Bashams, the world's greatest tag team? I'll tell you, just on their name alone, the world's greatest tag team they should have. That's you. The WWE tag title. That's you. You better watch your back. Wow. Austin Benjamin came out here to make a statement tonight. The APA will remember this night for a long time to come. Yeah. And it's absolutely brilliant. So we've got Benjamin playing the role of John and Charlie playing the role of Ron. And John states that he's bought a new flock and it's going to be amazing because he can knit a new jumper and make love at the same time. And then we get the biggest damn of all the damn, 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 ever seen. Absolutely fucking genius spot. I, I loved everything about it. I thought it was absolutely it's brilliant. And then they sing. Are you familiar with the song that they sing? Rap is crap. By? Uh, Mr. Perfect. The West Texas Rednecks. It was like Mr. Perfect, Barry Windham. I can't think of who else it were from WCW in it's dying days. Um, Mike Rotunda? Uh, no, I don't think no, I don't think he was in it. Um, but obviously they replaced the rap bit with the APA. Uh, and I think it's absolutely fucking genius. One of the best spots, if not the greatest spot, non-wrestling spot that we've had in this entire journey so far.
cards on the, One table. Cards yeah. on the table. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Better brilliant. than the uh, Steiner Iraq War debate. Oh, yeah. And that was fucking, that was sorry, marked out for that. Um, all the SmackDown teams are so out for a big fucking pre mania. Because Raw have got a four way. Why can't SmackDown have a four way? Of course. And we all know that the best four way happened in that hotel room with Billy, Jamie, Tory, and that dirty little tramp that is Nidia. That's like I said way back at Vengeance, so too. Over a year ago. Orgies help people come together. That is it. Up next, John Cena versus A Train. Speaking of orgies. A-Train's still here. A-Train's still here. Uh, John Cena wins, setting up the Big Show to come out with a decent little promo. Um, he says, Cena likes to dream, but Big Show lives in the real world, and in the real world, he's going to meet his nightmare, a big 500-pound, seven-foot giant. Loved it. Probably one of the best promos we've had from Big Show. It actually made a lot of sense. It wasn't incoherent, because uh, like a lot of his isn't incoherent, and it, I, I'm ready for John Cena to whoop your big, nasty ass to... Bastard ass. <laughs> Come but WrestleMania. All the accomplishments that are listed there, small in comparison to his career, but proof that he deserves Speed Hall of Fame. No, no, definitely. Definitely. He deserves more respect than he gets. Oh, I think because he's never been given a massive run with any belt. No, they've given him the belts, but... They've never it. trusted him with the belts for a long run. And his gazillion heel face turns, that's... Always, everyone's always speaks about do you know what I mean it's that that ruins someone straight away your credibility's gone when you're just waiting if Big Show's in a storyline and his face you're waiting for the heel turn and vice versa if he's in a storyline as a heel it really is up next main event time Eddie Guerrero handcuffed Paul Heyman he gets a few shots in doesn't he Eddie Guerrero for, for a guy that's got no hands he does alright he does better than Zach Gowan does oh, well fair play until Kurt Angle he comes and takes Teleports. his fists and things get so, real. Bear in mind, remember how far did I say it was from Pittsburgh to Savannah, Georgia? 600 miles. 699 miles. So Angle would have had to take a plane yesterday. Yeah. Or he teleported. Or, <laughs> this is just a theory, it's just a theory, either it, the, it wasn't satellite Okay. He was pre-recorded. Okay. Or it was live and he was backstage all along. <gasps> Fuck off. No, 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 no. Because they won't lie to you. It said in corner where we were coming from. On my TV. It said it, in that It said that corner. on mine, but how could Kurt Angle get to mm. go 699 miles in less than an hour? Because fucking Bob Ollie come and picked him up. <laughs> Furman come in his racing car. And come and Furman beat him up. He come and picked him up. No, Furman's going to survive. He's fucking hardcore Furman. Oh, he's all right there. Yeah. The Alabama man. He's all right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, SmackDown goes off the air with Kurt Angle. Uh, yet again, kick fuck out of that dirty, low-life Mexican lie cheap and steal drug addict stage. Man, they are hitting Eddie hard with their sympathy vote. Do you know if he was an X-Factor contestant? He would have been winning the X-Factor. But we also got uh, the first actual announcement of the 2004 class of the Hall of Fame. They did. We did. And do you have said Hall? I do. Run me down. It's a fucking great class as well. Run me down the class. We have Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yes. We have Tito Santana. Always, Bobby Heenan's speech made me cry because when Which he says about, uh, yeah, when Gorilla's not there. Yeah. yeah. 
we have superstar Billy Graham. Tito Santana was there afterwards. Yes. I love that matter. Chico. Chico Santana. Superstar Billy Graham. He's a bit of a douchebag these days. Bit of a douchebag these days. Sergeant Slaughter. Yes. Junkyard Dog. I don't know if Hall of Fame worthy, but yes, okay. Jesse the Body. I love Jesse the Body. I love. I never knew Jesse the Body the wrestler. I always knew Jesse the Body from, the announcer. From oh. No, 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 from the announcer from the early nineties. Like, See, I was introduced to Jesse Ventura like as an actor in Predator. Did you not? Did you not watch in Summerslam '99? Jesse is a referee. That was just before I started, started watching. watching. Yeah. So you knew him more as the senator before he were the well, on-screen. Well, he was the actor. Pe- All right, okay, the on-screen personality. Uh, we have the King Harley Race. Yes, R.I.P. Rest in peace. I know. Ah, uh, fucking hell, another legend, man. Trying to explain to my missus, like I was like, do you know, like if Ric Flair went? As that's that level of how the wrestling world are gutted that Harley Race had passed. Oh, it was bad times, man. Greg the Hammer. Yes, mind. Hammer. Fucking Hammer Jammer. Lovely Greg the Hammer. Don Morocco. Yeah, Don the Rock Morocco. The Rock before the Rock. The celebrity induction, Mr. Pete Rose. Adam Rose's uh, dad. Yeah. The baseball guy. I suppose, yeah. He had his morals with Kane and stuff, didn't he? It's, Inducted yeah. by Kane. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, doesn't he do him in as well at the Hall of Fame ceremony? I'm sure he does him in. Does he not? No, he doesn't. Does he not? Uh, Should have done. And Big John Studd. Yeah, winner of the first, second Rumble. 89 Rumble. Yeah, fair play. Big John Studd. Inducted by Big Show. Yeah, Big big Inductor's big, doesn't it? He had big in his name. So, that, uh, yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll have to find um, <coughs> illegally. Um, the Hall of Fame is it on the network? The network Might does be. the network do the Hall of Fames? They've got all the recent ones. I don't know. I'll leave sure that to you. Yeah, you. You're the network one. I'll leave that to you. We find it, and we might do that as a little bono episode. Oh, uh, do the uh, Hall of Fame. Listen to some speeches and shit. Um, are you ready then for the final two? It's the it's the go home show from the Red Brand, as it is Monday Night Raw, and it's the March the eighth. Are you excited? I am excited, especially with this opening shot. We are from Bridgeport, Connecticut. There's a casket. Uh, and Kane smashes fuck out of it. With that casket there, who do you think was inside? Uh, and then... I thought it was going to be a Kevin Nash Rackstone. Nah. Um, so he smashes fuck out of the casket. There's the urn, smashes fuck out of the urn. Still no Undertaker. I feel so fuck, is... it's over now. This is it. Next time we have Kane in one of these, we actually have Undertaker. Not just we have Undertaker. We have Paul Bearer. You know, son of mine! It's perfect. I just perfect. feel so fit. Paul Guy's got to clean up all that dirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the same with that. Like, no the wonder they go, they go backstage so fucking like, long. Uh, in a couple of years' time, I remember mean, even a year or so's time with the Spirit Squad, when you have the green paint and you have the shit that comes down, and it's got to be some cunt's got to wipe that up and get that cloth ready to be. If that's the last segment, then fair enough, you've got a bit more time, but if not, you've got to wipe that up and get that on to the next bit that's going off in the show. Fair play to them. Um, but yeah, what do you reckon, opening segment? Are you still excited? Don't I am so back? excited. Really? Yes. I am, I must say that. I am as well, really. I'm yeah. a, you know a big How cool was the lift ring, li- uh, the ring lifting awesome. up with the hydraulics and that? Eddie, Eddie's cars were jealous of that. I'm telling you now. Um, opening contest, uh, Booker and Rob the Van Man. What is that abomination of a theme song? And, uh, no. and the Dudleys versus the Bellends and Caden Jindrak. 
Uh, Mania season is upon us. Do you know what I mean? They every match, every feud going into Mania, if it's multi man, they tax. will keep throwing them straight into each other. You and you fight each other. You and you'll be friends now. You and you'll fight each other. Um, are you excited? Speaking of obviously, we we joke about both brands having the multi man title matches, but does that not just say that the tag team divisions on both brands are dead now? Because not one of them's got a storyline. No. They're just all fighting each other because someone told them to. That's all it is. No one's actually got no. a storyline. There's no reasoning. Kayfabe ways, there's, Look ways, there's no reason why they're fighting right? each other. They're in both matches. How many of these tag teams are actually still a tag team in a month's time? Exactly. Dudley's. Bring on Murdoch and Cade because that's when it gets Dudley's good. Because that brings the Islanders. Yeah, Dudley's in, yeah. And Bellens. Yeah. Well, Basham stayed together for a bit in the cabinet, don't they? And stuff, yeah. yeah. There's not many though, but there ain't many now. Out of it. Yeah, but there's not many now. Do you know what I mean? We were saying this over 18 months ago on the Raw roster, especially the Raw roster. Yeah, and look at it now, yet again, we've put on two in non about 10 months, we get all them fucking jobby tag teams coming in. Exactly. All the SmackDown jobbing of heads. Jimmy and I. Yeah, and the strippers and the art frobs <laughs> and uh, the Grease, them two that play characters out of Grease. Bruce and Domino. Ah, oh, terrible. But this match, Jindrak defeats Booker. Uh, we go backstage. Jericho's on the phone to Trish, but Christian st- suddenly attacks when he's trying to whisper sweet nothings to his biatch. Right, hold on a second. Let me just go somewhere I can actually hear what you're saying. So I can actually hear what you're talking about. All right, so what are you saying, Trish? Okay, you're just coming back from physical therapy right now. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. I just want to tell you... After my match with Steven Richards tonight, nothing is going to stop me from beating the living hell out of Christian for what he did to you. <laughs> hey, you're right. I am going to take him downtown to Chinatown. But uh, seriously, I mean, I'll never forget how I felt when I had to watch you, the girl I care most about in the entire world, get beat down, left in the ring, screaming in pain, and I was helpless to do anything about that. I mean, it's just... I can't believe that you just said that, Trish. I mean, I've been wanting to tell you something for the longest time. Christian! Come on! Hey, Trish. But, stop yelling. Calm down, all right? I just wanted to let you know I left your boyfriend in the same position you're used to being in. Flat on his back. Wow. I can't believe this. Boy, Chris has got a, he's got some payback coming. I'll tell you at WrestleMania. We're back live here on Raw. This happened during the commercial break after the cheap shot, the sneak attack by Christian on Chris Jericho. Christian ran like a, like a the coward that he is. And got a car waiting for him. And let's go, let's go, let's go. Christian got the heck out of here. Well, I think he accomplished what he set out to do. Well, exactly. Are you hyped towards, is this the pay, the, the payoff that we, you were hoping for way, way back at the start when it all started with one Canadian dollar? I think this is how it'll go. It's a random attack whilst Joker's on the phone. Never thought Joker used his words to accept following love for Trish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he does, doesn't he? He falls in love with her, yeah? Even though he's married in real life. Well, for about yeah, five, six years at this point. Wrestling, isn't it? Um, we see The Rock. He is here and he bumps into an old foe. What's up, Peter? 
He didn't beat the rock, he beat the Scorpion King. I loved it. Because the Scorpion it. King has a small thing of ling. That is it. What's up with that? Um, the Hurricane and Rosie up next versus Evolution minus trips. Not even two minutes and they get battered. Up next, Benoit versus Matt Hardy. Not even two minutes and Matt Hardy gets squashed to fuck. But so angry. We did get two Matt facts. I don't care. I don't care. Tell me. He never irons his clothes. Okay. So he's hanging. This would be one of these things that look like Okay, me. yeah. I'm just like some frog. Well, but when you're having a shower, stick him up in the bathroom, the, the creases drop out. And he occasionally cheats on his diet. Everyone 2009 does. shows that. Yeah, oh, just a bit. Yeah, but he cheated on his diet with drugs. And that's how he got very, very fat because he had yeah. drug binges. And then, through the times that he weren't on drugs, he'd be feeding. <laughs> yeah, I just eat on my diet with feed. <laughs> uh, we see Benoit. He comes out and gets on the mic and he talks his 10 year grudge towards Triple H. Now, 10 years ago, from where we are now, would be. 1994. Uh, Triple H was. In WCW. Chris Benoit was? In WCW. Uh, probably, yeah. ECW. Probably still, yeah, ECW. There's no 10-year grudge there, is there? No. Five-year maximum. Ten week. <laughs> Ten week feud. Yeah. Up next is Leah versus Molly Holly. Uh, Molly gets the roll-up and then tries ripping some hair. So this is a new gimmick then. Coming into Mania, she's fighting for the hair. So her gimmick now going forward is pulling your hair. If I'm going to lose my hair, I'm going to take yours. I'm going to take yours as well. Um, Austin, he comes out and announced that he's off to SmackDown to get his ATV back. Uh, random match of the week. Chris Jericho versus Stephen Richards playing the heel. Stephen Richards always ready, though. He gets the fucking win. That he gets the win, Michael, because he's always ready. Stephen Ayi. Stephen Ayi is ready against the first ever Undisputed Champion. Stephen Richards is always ready in them pink pants and that now black. fucking suspicious look on his face. Because he's changed to black pants now. That's why he's... Is it like Ric Flair? Yeah, must be. Maybe he's gone back and watched some Ric Flair. He's found that Ric Flair story on the internet. He's gone back and watched some network, the Fort Network, out library. And seen well. Every time Ric Flair wears red, he loses. So maybe if I don't wear pink no more, bish bash bosh, ding dang dong, Stephen Richards gets a win. So does that now propel Stephen Richards to Mania? Do we, does he not get he put is, in the cruiserweight? Because he's that size. He's a bit too tall, though. Well, it's weight, though, isn't it? I reckon he, I yeah, reckon tall, he falls under has that a lot bracket. Of as well. I know, but I reckon he falls under that bracket. Maybe not, maybe not. Trisha's music brings out Christian, uh, which caused Stephen Richards to get the win, which I thought was quite cool. Main event time. This is your life segment. I thought it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So we brought out um, the woman that owned the house that Mick Foley jumped from. Stunk ready. Which I thought was brilliant. Uh, who else did we bring out, Mike? Superfly. Yes. Um, what did you reckon, Phil, for segment? Because uh, obviously it was like a... Uh, a callback to, call to Mike it. Uh, which I believe is still the most watched episode in the history of Monday Night Raw. Just that segment, I'm sure, I'm maybe wrong there, but I'm sure if it's not still, it was for a long time the most watched segment. Still at this point, yes. Yeah. It wasn't the Alexa Bliss, This Is Your Life segment, which tanked in probably one of the least watched episodes of uh, I can't even remember that. Forever. Was it with Bailey, I believe? I was really can't, Bailey? probably. Um, but yeah, what did you think? This Is Your Life. Hella funny. Especially with the when the old lady was coming onto the rock, she was like, 
I don't think pie's on the porch, but my back door's always open. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Dear old if bitch. you smell. Oh, she'd smell. Oh, she'd smell. Um, but yeah, for uh, again, and another then, segment that leaves. And with the uh, the critic, I do actually kind of agree with him. Walking Tall was a walking piece of crap. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Rock doesn't really become a decent actor for at least another, what, 10 years, maybe? Probably. I'm still not fully invested. That's what I'm I still said, not probably. fully bought. Yeah, I'm still not fully bought. After Rock cuts his catchphrase and then out of nowhere, Big Dave, Big Bully, and Orton run down, beat fuck out of him. And <laughs> this is how we're building, yeah. ending the last one for Mania. So Not, uh, does nothing this... to do with Triple H world title, which yeah. is main event. Yeah, yeah. We have had a lot of Benoit, Triple H, Shawn Michaels though for the past like six, eight weeks. Uh, Why didn't Benoit run out? Because he's had beefy evolution as well as Triple yeah, H. Yeah, yeah. So he could have had. Maybe he's just keeping his cards close to his chest, not letting the world know what's where. Where does he lie? Or even Shawn, because if it weren't for Foley, Shawn wouldn't have got that title match. Uh, on the last yeah, but row of are we still not going with then, the angle of Foley's got no backup and his only one backup is The Rock? We must be. No! Oh, put down the gullet of the critic! He can't do that! He can't get away with this! this is, you see, Mick Foley, Mick Foley, this is your life and the chapter will come to an end this Sunday. When you and The Rock, we whoop Evolution's candy asses at WrestleMania. If you're some man! What the rock is cooking? Hey! Oh, wait! Batista just almost beheaded the rock! Batista in the ring, look out! Batista came where he come from! And they're bullying Batista! Batista almost beheaded the rock! Oh no! And there's, there's Flair! Rick Flair and Randy Orton! Evolution! The three members of Evolution out beat down Nick Foley! the air then overall what do you reckon to Raw give it a Dave Meltzer out of five stars for the whole Raw four weeks that we've seen probably a three 
What about combined since we've seen since the last Raw pay per view to where the build actually started? So really, the Raw after Armageddon. Yeah, up to now. It involved all that early Foley stuff. Yeah. So. With the oh. spit and the walking away and the punching himself in his head. <laughs> we got a great so what would you give? We did. Out of it. But what would you give it for Dave Meltzer? Two at most. Yeah. Great. Covering the whole Armageddon to Mania. A two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd count Because the only thing that has... The, the best things on Raw have been world title situation. Yeah. And... In my opinion, Kane Taker. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, now, there's some strange reports coming out of this week's TV tapings uh, involving Brock Lesnar. Um, according to his family and friends, he's reportedly done with the company once his match with Goldberg is done at Mania. Um, he's pissed that he had to travel all the way to South Africa just to fight Hardcore Holly. <laughs> fair, fair play. Fair enough. Fair play. Um, he's also pissed at all the travel plans and this future storyline coming out of Mania to, for him to be fed to The Undertaker. Now, according to what is the word backstage, The Undertaker's gimmick, once he returns, will be the full-on return of the gimmick from the early 90s where he doesn't sell your offence. So Brock Lesnar has a concern that you've been building me up for the past year and now all my offence is going to be laughed off and just wiped away by the returning dead man. And this is not just on TV. They're wanting a, a six-month house show circuit of Brock Lesnar losing week after week after week, day after day after day, to the dead man. So Brock Lesnar has had enough. And he's gone to the, uh, the higher-ups and management, told them he's had enough. And they've had, before this episode of SmackDown, they had a meeting um, uh, with the talent and Brock Lesnar told everyone, I am off. Mania's done. So to answer your question... As how does everybody know? Well, we got told Goldberg last week is walking away and he's done. Well, it was like two weeks ago because he only has one appearance. And now it's officially, it's news, it's breaking, it's out there, it's confirmed. Brock Lesnar is off as well. And then I think it's 72 hours later from here, it confirms that he's coming. He wants to go for a, a blast with the NFL and he goes for a trial and unsuccessfully becomes a football player for the Minnesota Vikings. And then goes to Japan, wrestles for IWC. Wrestles for Angle, and then see you in six years or something. Well, after Japan, he goes to UFC. Yeah. Starts just ripping heads off deers. <laughs> Suplexing fucking. But that's why. Flock. That's the main reason he left, because he didn't want a job to take. Job to take her. Not just job, he didn't want yeah. his offense to be no sold. Understandable. The yeah. way they've been building over the last two and a half years. Understandable. But building him as I don't know. But if you're gonna put me in a program with the Undertaker it. on his return feud after his feud with his brother, bring it on. That's the same with Austin. Can you remember when Austin walked because he didn't want a uh, job to Brock? Because there was no build. It doesn't matter. That's what Austin stop, says. Stop being like Brett and being sucking your own dick. Right, Brett, I don't want a job titling me on town because I'm an hero. Fuck off, it's wrestling. Stop sucking your own dick. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready for some more smacking her down CM Punk he still sucks his own dick to this day and people always still suck his dick CM Punk I don't get me wrong best in the world no no because even at that time scale no because that's still AJ Styles I still think at this current time period and it has been for the past maybe 10 years no one comes close to AJ ever since Triple H retired because <laughs> the game 
Uh, retired fully anyway, because he could still go now if he wants every fucking day. I think Triple H needs to come back with a universal title. I do. And tag belts. And I see. One big. Universal. Make, yeah, that meme, make that meme a reality of him wearing all the belts. But he's never worn the universal no, title. No. He's held not in yet. a cocktail. Not yet. He's held the tag title. He's got he's... years left. Don't you worry. Your title as well. He needs that. Yeah. John Cena needs to get it first. 24 7 times. No, Cena wins Universal first to beat the record and then Triple H takes it off him. 60 minute Iron Man. Triple H to beat R Truth for 24 7 <laughs> title. This is the game. And then drops it to Stephanie. Why not? Why not? Um, and before we move into our, our final episode of SmackDown, can you remember Edge? Yes, I feel yeah. remember that uh, young lad. According to those dirt sheets, he's coming back as a Raw superstar, so bye-bye SmackDown for the foreseeable. Speaking of SmackDown, are you ready for the final one before the granddaddy of Mania wrestle all? I am. Marvellous. Uh, so it is uh, 11th of March, 2004. We are not live from Atlantic, Atlantic City even in New Jersey. Opening contest, John Cena versus Rhino. And Rhino got a hell of a lot of offence in this match. To say it was under three minutes, and very quick. Did you notice, Rhino had majority of the offence in this match. Oh, yeah. And then we're Cena starting. counted. We're starting. Five knuckle shuffle into the FPO. It's pretty poor, It's It's happening. It's happening. Um, we see all the talent. They're gathered in uh, the locker room for a meeting. Do you know who I saw? Who? Morgan. He's coming back. Still there. He's still there. He's not been released yet. Well, WrestleMania is coming now. He could be the day after Mania call. Because he's going to be a call. There's lords that need to go. There always is. Lords. Uh, Heyman, he goes on about the locker room, banding together and fighting the good fight should Austin turn up. Joining the leader of the locker room, Brock Lesnar. Not anymore. He's kind of off. <laughs> the leader of the locker room comes back at Mania. And Stone Cold is here. Uh, the locker room, are they going to band together and support Heyman? See, Heyman's speech was actually quite passionate. It made me want to... ECWS rally. Rally. He's a rallying. He's a rallier. Yeah, you can see why he got a load of misfits and nobodies to believe they were Austin's and, Stol- and Austin's and Takers and Triple H's. But made Austin believe he was Austin. Oh, fucking hell yeah, hell yeah. He turned Austin into Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, he did a lot of them look at Taz. Yeah. He made Taz, this tiny little man. Look like a Look like a million dollars, mate. Um, up next, Jamie Noble versus Rey Mysterio. And obviously, Tajirian is going to interfere because no one seems to be getting a win in the build-up to this And we've got to give for all our crew's rates who are going to be involved in this invitational TV time. Because Ray and his mates, they're all together and it breaks into an eight-man. So we go to the commercial break, we come back and the we've now got... just sat there commentary We've now got eight-men. Rip each other's heads off, that's I just carry on. I liked how, though, they put Jamie Noble with Tajirian his goons. So all we needed was... Um, Video. No, no, the young dragons in WCW. So it was Jimmy Wanyang. Uh, we had Jamie Noble, oh, and we had Asian. Uh, no, no, there was another guy. It was another. Oh, what the flipped? And oh, what was his name? Uh, J- no, Jamie Sam was Jamie Noble. They had uh, Jimmy Wanyang was whatever his name were in there. Jimmy Sam. Oh, Kaz Hayashi. That was it. Kaz Hayashi was the other one. I knew it would come to me eventually. Yeah. So it was nice to have a, a bit of a a little bit of a young dragons reunion. I thought it was nice. Uh, Ray finishes Noble after about seven minutes. Uh, up next, Eddie Guerrero versus Shelton Benjamin. Um, Eddie gets the win in around ten minutes. Um, I, he really worked the crowd. Like he, um, when he was beaten up and beaten down and John Cena-esque. Yes. He started climbing towards the top. 
and he hit that fi uh, that five star. <laughs> and, oh, it's brilliant. Eddie has got that crowd in the palm of his hands, no matter who he's fighting. Yeah. Doesn't matter That's who not, he's fighting. Not a thing he could do now with this uh, momentum that he's got that would turn the fans. No, no, definitely. And uh, and then Kurt appears, and we have another intense stare down. It's the month of intense stare downs, it seems. Yeah, it must we be. Have, uh, Jericho and Christian. Yep. We've had Kurt and Eddie. Twice Kurt now. And, Kurt and Eddie again. Yeah, twice now. Three times, isn't it? Oh, is this the third time they've had yeah. a good old stare? Remember when Kurt turned heel, you stared him. Maybe there's maybe like it's backstage. There's like a staring competition that we don't know about, and there's like somebody's a chalkboard backstage. Yeah, it's like on uh, Snow Cold Podcast with Christian, where he just went, "Don't look at me." It's like, how long? <laughs> uh, big Show. He destroys some jobbers. Yeah, I blinked. I don't understand why this. I don't understand why. What? What is this proving? Yeah, Big Show's big. Jobbers are shit. We know Big Show's dominant. Why not just give him two mid carders that? Why don't give Orlando Jordan? Yeah, give him all three members of the FBI in a three-on-one, and he smashes fuck out a lot of them because they're a lot bigger, especially Johnny the Bull and and Chuck. Chuck they're Chuck's a lot a bigger buff. than these two fucking dickheads. Chuck's that you were about facing. six, seven. Up next, Scott and Rick versus the Bashams. Uh, Twin Magic doesn't work as Rick gets the win with the super kick. Um, I don't know. It was just a because short nothing. What's annoying me is because there's no actual feuds going into this tag match, all we're getting is these just tag matches. matches. Yeah, there's no actual reasoning or storyline behind. Like, There's nothing. Like, If you think this time four weeks ago, uh, we had this match going into a pay-per-view with reasoning and storyline. Scott's, yeah. uh, Scott's neck, Shaniqua broke it and that. And, or is, is Scott going to be okay? And is Rick going to fight the corner? And Grandmaster Sexy is not there, but we'll pretend he, well, he, he, he never was. <laughs> Uh, but this has it just has no meaning. Nothing seems to have any meaning. It's just weird. I hope, I hope these tag matches at Mania are going to be any good. Are going to be decent because I hope they are because the storylines coming into them are non-existent. Like. They're non-existent, aren't they? We get about ten minutes of WrestleMania rundown video packages, which I thought were quite nice. But if I'm going to see these again at the pay per view, yeah, um, I don't know. I enjoy them. We've mentioned this many times. I'm an avid fan of the good old video package, but yeah, I don't know. Then they start running down the card. And the way they're running down a card, it's happened for the last four weeks, what, three weeks, you'd think that either Take and Kane or Brock and Bill are on last. I, like, I do like how, when they run down the card, though, we ain't got a picture of Taker, we've just got a tombstone. Yeah. yeah. I would like a tombstone with a big question mark. Is he going to turn up? But then again, if he'd not turned up, that'd been a waste of a media spot. Well, there is that. Uh, main event time, Goldberg. He's going up against Brock Lesnar, Michael. Right. Sorry for that silent pause there, because it annoys me, right? I know he's only got one match left, or one appearance. It must be appearance. Yeah. Or left. And he's saving it for Mania. Fair enough. So why did they... Why have they booked so it this way? Yeah. Why, if they know this is how it's going to work, why have they booked him this way that in the last month to Mania, he can't be there? Or did they think, maybe we can sign him for a few more days? Yeah, well, I think they're open to try him for another year, maybe. I think well, they Goldberg. Thought when they first can you not remember him, when, they, when they first got this plan? Can you remember when they first signed him, and then after they signed him, they give him an improved deal. They yeah. give him more. They give him more money because of how the, the success between him and The Rock to begin with, and then him and Jericho tanked, and him and Triple H tanked, and it's tanking now. It's Goldberg's not the Goldberg that was Goldberg in WCW, no. because you can't book him that way. He'd have to destroy Triple H in four seconds. Shenanigans stopped Goldberg being the Goldberg he went to WCW when he got it with Cattle Prod. <laughs> but 
unless you go that way when that's the guy, ah, you're booking him. You can't. They should have used Goldberg for six months. Six months solid. It's in mid-card after mid-card and mid-card. But then is that not them seen just copying WCW? That's how he books someone like Goldberg. That's but, why Goldberg didn't work. And I don't think it works. There's Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brock Lesnar are fighting at WrestleMania, it seems. That's what he looks like. As the final SmackDown goes off the air with Austin and Brock Lesnar fading. But I did like how all the superstars... Sorry, all the wrestlers, they're all... Superstars? They're all superstars. <laughs> Just because they're jobber level, they're still, they're still superstars, Michael. All the superstars, so entrance ramp, and then... Like, what the part of like part. the C. And then he gets the big show and he's like... Mm. Go on, man! Go get him! <laughs> So yeah, that's it. Done. Road Smackdowns and the Road to WrestleMania. Overall thoughts as a blue brand as a whole of the last uh, four weeks. So it has been a nice four it. weeks for them as a build because they've had a. I enjoyed game. it a lot more than the whole Raw build. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Meltzer rating out of five. Four. Three or four. So, shall we run down then the card for our next pay per view extravaganza, which is the 20th WrestleMania of all the WrestleManias? WrestleMania 20. Are you going to give the heat first? There ain't no match on heat. It's all on the main card, from what the internet tells me, and from what my brain can remember, which is very little. World title on the Raw brand is Benoit, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H. World That's title. The first. No, you're dead. Yeah, I hope so. And second match. World title on SmackDown brand is Eddie versus Kurt. 
We've got Taker versus Kane. We've got Brock Goldberg. We've got The Rock and Sock versus Evolution minus the game. Woman's title, Morioli versus Victoria. Hair on the line. Hair on the line. US title, Big Show John Cena. World tag titles, Booker, The White Van Man, The Bell Ends, The Dudleys, Caden Jindrak, Smackdown, Smackdown's version, Scott and Rick, Wankball Bastards, John and Ron, and Every and Ivory. Cruiserweight Open, Playboy Wankfest, Christian versus Jericho. <laughs> WrestleMania 20 is going to be amazing. <laughs> on that point, Michael, let everyone know where they can find us on social media. Well, for all forms of social media, you can get all the exclusive coverage of the Playboy Wankfest. <laughs> <laughs> it's at our era podcast. And until next time, I've been Dave. That's been Mike. Until WrestleMania, Playboy Wankfest. Ruthless aggression. It's my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood too. Aggression is spell sphere. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smoked, I was hot. I want it all. The sex and what self-sex stress us. I want it all, no less. So come on.